you want to attract the right person into your life and the right person you'll they say you'll know right like you'll know when it's the right person you don't have to second guess anything um Damn, dude, you can hear that? <laughs> These microphones are insanely oh my strong. God. Like, I don't even want to fart, bro. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of New Age Podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us. He's a realtor, he's a broker, and a great example of who we need to be today. And very much on his way to success. If he's not already there, I don't know. But Sam, give <laughs> us a quick elevator pitch. Who you are. I don't know, maybe like your favorite drink or something. And just who you want to be. All right. Okay, better questions. Better, better, <laughs> way better questions. All right. So, yeah, I am Sam Urban. I, I, would, I can't say I was born out here, but definitely raised. I was out here since I was eight years old. So... Um, yes, I am a real estate agent. I do run a real estate business. Um, that's fun. Sometimes it's not, but <laughs> let's see. And who do I want to be? Man, if I could be anybody, I'd probably be Captain America. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, you know what? I feel like, you know, being in a position that I'm in, uh, I think people's perspective is, especially nowadays, it's about like, you have to make money, like that's all you have to do, right? And I feel like with Captain America, he had this integrity in him of, it's not always about, you know, like the the scene on like uh, Civil War where they wanted him to sign the the contract the contract yeah. and he was against it right because he felt like he's signing his his freedom away like in a sense that's how I feel how business is at times like you're signing your your freedom away to get this freedom that could be non-existent at the end of the day like I feel like freedom is a state of mind too. So, um, I feel free now, like I can do whatever the hell I want. So I don't like feeling like I have to be at the office, but being in my profession, there are days that you have to be in the office almost all the time to make something happen, to get that freedom. So it could be like, a uh, a, a hamster wheel, oh. right? Even as an entrepreneur, kind of but there is light at the end of the tunnel it's just each person's perspective is different right like my success my vision of success could be different from your guys's right so um i think what you guys are doing is is phenomenal and if you guys can monetize it at any given time <laughs> like you guys are like way ahead of me so i'll just say that much Right, because you guys figured out uh, what you wanted to do and how to get there. Right, for me, the real estate kind of just fell on my lap. Like, all right, you're good. You're good with sales. Like, see if you can do this. Like, all right, let's let's try it out. Let's figure it out. So, so I think you kind of answered it, but I want to make sure that that's the answer. So we all know that entrepreneurship is a really hard thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it's nine out of 10 times you're putting in more money in the beginning than you're ever going to see. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is the hardest part about being an entrepreneur, being like a real estate agent, a broker that people don't come to realize that's not all, you know, candy as it seems? Um, very good question. I want to say that for each person is different. It really it comes down to like the personality too. Um, I have this conversation with some of our agents here, um, how like my cousin and me are two different and complete, you know, two different personalities. Like we, we're on a whole different spectrum, right? But we have the same goals in a sense, right? Him, you know, more than me on some things and me more than him on some other things. Um, but entrepreneurship, it can be hard. Um, it definitely, it can be for everyone as long as you're consistent and you know what you're trying to achieve, 
if you don't know and you just like, oh, I'm going to become an entrepreneur because of the money, you just lost the game. No, I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to just jump straight into some questions. Go for now, it. Now that you've uh, said a few things. And you just said that for yourself, real estate kind of just fell on your lap. Mm-hmm. And my my one of my initial questions to you was, what was in your mindset of growing up as a kid? What did you want to become before real estate came into your lap? Um, well, as a kid, obviously, I feel like we all have that <laughs> aspirations of becoming Barack ast- Obama, yeah, president, <laughs> an astronaut, or a firefighter, right? Um, for me, when I was five years old, I lived in an apartment in Hollywood. Um, and back in the days, I used to go trick-or-treating, obviously. <laughs> um, and what I'd do is I'd go out, door knock, get the candy, save the candy, and sell it to the, to the kids Ooh. at school. And all for Hot Cheetos at the end of school. That's all I wanted. So, um, and I, I noticed that, and it, it will piss me off that, that was the only time I can do that. So the next year, what I did was I would because I had to walk to school every single day. It was a long, like, I don't know, a mile um, from from the school where I got dropped off at to my apartment complex. So I'd pick up rocks. So and I make these little monster rock looking things with like little eyes like I will paint them and I go door knock and try to sell these rocks to my neighbors and they will buy it um i remember this one old lady gave me a five dollar bill for one rock like i literally just dropped everything went to my house and i I never went back for the rocks like i just kept the five dollar bill uh and i bought five hot cheeto bags with them because at that point they were like 89 cents now they're like three dollars yeah but yeah so at that point um i knew i wanted to do something like that, right? Like I wanted to own my own business um, and, you know, sell something and get money with it, right? So for me, like selling rocks for $5, like that's that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> so zero investment. Zero profit. investment, man. It's just exactly. it's literally what, what these big, um, what do you talk, um, the um, – oil companies are doing they're selling they're selling what we already have to us right so it's like i literally figured that out at a very young age i just didn't go that route (laughs) you know it's it's funny selling rocks it's a good thing you didn't stick with that anymore (laughs) well technically i still do that i just put a a land listing that i have on oh yeah so i'm technically selling you know, land with some rocks on it, <laughs> just with a higher amount. So a bigger scale. Yeah. But yeah, um, I've always wanted to be a like a business owner. I just never knew what it took to become a business owner, what it is to be a business owner. Like um, in, in my family, I don't I don't have that. Like I don't have that type of guidance. Obviously, you grow up thinking like you got to go to school, get a degree and then become something out of that. Right. So me, I hated school because of my father, because he made me study. I never like actually had a childhood. So uh, every time, like when kids will go out and play, I was in my apartment studying my dad's like algebra books every single day. Um, So I hated school for that. And then once I got, a little bit in my teens, I'm like, dude, I know half of all this stuff that's in high school. Like, why am I studying this? So I will ditch a lot. So I didn't graduate high school. I got my GED. Wow. Yeah. Cause, uh, because of that, because I'm like, dude, why am I learning this again? Like my dad taught me this at, at like eight. I'm why am I 16 relearning this? So it, it sucked. But, I mean, does that answer your question? I feel like I went off. No, like you answered the question. You actually gave me a couple more I want to ask just for, you know, the audience out there. Because as you may be aware, like we're young people and majority of people listen to us are very much young, but they're very much high school going to college or they're in college. Mm -hmm. They're either 
leaving high school or post high school mm -hmm. and school is one of the biggest things and so is the idea of oh i think i want to own a business so what would you tell the person who wants to leave school create a business like what are some things he needs to have in mind and you know skills and traits you need to carry if you want to become like is this for you mm -hmm. um great question so i feel like that was very broad um i think there's more questions in that yeah. underlying <laughs> question so uh, i might answer the skills part definitely sell skills get sell skills regardless it doesn't even matter if you don't start a business you have to know how to sell on anything you're i mean today you you're selling yourself every single day i do it you do it you do it you do it everyone here does it shoot you go to mcdonald's you don't think they're selling you but they are like they tell you hey you know i want a number eight you know, oh, okay, would you like to make that a large? They just <laughs> sold you on that idea of making it a large, right? But people don't notice these things. Like I do, because obviously that's what my profession is. Um, and it's not about selling either. I call myself more of a helper, um, not a salesperson, more like a, a help person. Like I'm, I'm helping you solve a problem internally to for you to make a decision. That's all I'm doing. Mm -hmm. you're doing you're selling yourself i'm just helping you make a decision like why is this good for you and your family right like what problems does what i'm selling you solve um so if they want to start a business they have to go into that mindset like okay um what problems am i solving for this person not like okay how much money am, am i going to be making see that's what i did wrong in, in my beginning of, of my career is that I got into real estate thinking, okay, I'm gonna make a crap ton of money, right? And it wasn't, it wasn't fun. I hated it. Like it was just, um, it was, it was hell, pretty much. Like I, my idea of hell. <laughs> but, um, but until I switched my mindset of like, you know what? Screw the money. I'm just want. I just want to help. You know, this family right now. Um, and one family in particular that I always tell them this every single time, uh, and we're very close now, uh, the Carters, um, I tell them like, man, you guys were like the first family when like I switch that, that mindset, yeah, yeah. That mindset of like, I just want to help them. Like, I don't care about the money. I don't care about anything. Like, even if I make a dollar, like as long as I can help them get this house, like that is the huge win for me. I don't care about the money. Ever since that, dude, my my business went up, and it's crazy. It's crazy how that happens. So, I don't know if you're familiar with Gary Vee. Are you? Um, I I know about him. Uh -huh. I've seen some snippets. I just don't really follow him because. I feel like it's just wait. Um, he bombards you with so much, man. Like I did follow him for a little bit, and it's just like every single time I, I like you open up Gary Instagram. Gary Same thing with Grant Cardone, yeah. uh, Brad Leia, like all these big influencers. Like they have a team to just pump out content. Uh, and just recently, for me, like. It, I got overloaded with so much information like because some of these people contradict each other a lot. So it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know where to go. Like, even for me, I'm like, dude, like this guy's telling me do this, but this guy's telling me go this way. Like, what the hell? But they both are in a position where I think they're successful. Right. So I'm like, I have no idea what to do. So you kind of are, uh, are in a position of. Well, for me, it'll be where I'm stagnant. Like, I just don't know where to go because I have too much uh, data coming in. So for me, like, I kind of shut that down. It was because you shared the story about the rocks. And it was like a really very much comparable story to him and how he used to just flip, you know, comic books and all that kind of stuff. But that's really interesting. I know that you had another question, at least regarding the real estate career. Hmm. Um, and this kind of goes back to what you were talking about from the beginning as well with how you felt like you kind of hated the process of it or not the process, but just how long it took 
and you felt like because you had that mindset of I'm going to go in and I'm I'm going to make money. I'm going to mm-hmm. you know gain this amount of money. My question to you and for the people that are out there listening in, how many times, if you could throw out a number or if you just want to say, you know, a little, a lot, whatever, uh, how many times did you feel like you fell and you had to get back up and you had to keep trying? Because for some people, they feel like they've only, you know, this successful person's only fallen once or twice and they've, they've held themselves up, but they don't know, you know, how many times you have to fall and fall and fall and get back up and keep on trying with the consistency. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that was the word you used earlier, was consistency. consistency. Mm-hmm. Well, I, so I would say discipline will be the actual action or habit that you need to stay consistent. Uh, but to answer your question, yeah, you're going to fall a lot. Um, I mean, dude, like this year alone, like... Um, I was supposed to have four escrows close just recently too. And all of them are not closing in time. So if I don't close and I don't have money, I don't have money to pay all of my other, like my overhead. Right. So, uh, and that could be very stressful. That could be a fall. Um, in the beginning, obviously I, I come from, uh, I don't have support. I don't know what a family is. Uh, I don't have, I have two step brothers, but I barely know them. Um, but I don't have my dad's support, and my mom can't support me for like to save her life. So I'm actually supporting her. Like I pay for mm. her stuff. Is <laughs> the other way around. Um, but you will fall a lot. So if you have a good support system, great. Um, I do see some people that have the wrong support system as, as far as like, uh, you know, you might have friends that, you know, you think that want the best out of you, but they only want you to stay there with them. Does that make sense? Like, no, yeah. Like they're not there to benefit you. They're more just to consume anything you could bring to them. In a sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't want you to benefit to the point where you have to leave their nest. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. And you have to figure that out early, right? Because Or else that will consume you. Um, but you will fall and you have to keep going. Um, you can't take... Damn, excuse me, let me get some water. <laughs> It's hot in here, man. <laughs> also, another keynote to success, stay hydrated. Yes. <laughs> you need a lot of water. That's like one thing that I think everyone speaks of. Water? Water. <laughs> you need a lot of water. Um, where was I? Let's see. Damn, where was I? I just forgot. <laughs> you were basically addressing... You too. I just got short. You too. I got short. I was looking at him like, "Come on, bro." <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, consistency, it, yeah. support, and your uh, friend group. Oh yeah. So I know where I was. Um, every every loss isn't a loss. It's it's honestly a gain. Um, yeah, it may hurt, but as long as you learn from it, you won. But if you don't, and you don't try to learn from like what just happened, then you lost and you should really figure out how to like not do that anymore. But if you can figure out why that loss happened, then you just won because now you can change something during that process again. Does that make sense? Yeah. I got, I got a lot from that. (laughs) Okay. And in this case, you said that you didn't finish high school, correct? No. Did you ever, during the time we were starting real estate, uh, because how was your first year real estate? Was it like tough? Was it easy? Was it to the point where you're kind of like, maybe I should go back to school? Because I feel like a lot of people who know that school isn't for them and the moment life gets hard when they're trying to do what they feel like is for them, 
their secure resort is maybe I should just go back to school. Did you ever have that thought no. come across in mind? Wow. No. So, um, so again, real estate fell on my lap and it was because of my cousin. Uh, we were both in sales. I've been, I've been in sales since I was 22 or maybe in my twenties. Um, and I got into sales because I, I can't remember if I read it in a book or some, like I heard it like out in the open. Uh, someone says that everything in life is sales. If you know how to sell, you can do anything in the world. That I think that's a book, bro. I think I heard that too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I, you know what? I can't say it's a book because at that point in my life, I wasn't reading. Like oh, I okay. hated reading. So I think I heard it. Uh, and maybe I read it after, but uh, I just can't remember. So let's just say I heard it somewhere. I don't know who said it, but I remember <laughs> it. So I got into sales. I sucked at it. All my sales jobs. I, I wasn't aware of what's going on. So my cousin, um, eventually he was like, Hey, let's get into real estate. They make money and all this stuff. Like, dude, they drive Lambos. They, you know, we can buy a house in Malibu and all this stuff. At that point, we were like in our party years. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're like, dude, let's go. So, uh, yeah. So he, he got us, he got me into real estate. We, we went to Keller Williams. Uh, we passed our classes and then, for me, I literally dedicated my entire life to passing that exam for a month. I only gave myself a month. I didn't give myself six months to study. None of that. I said, once I pass my classes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> once I pass my classes, right after I pass them, I'm going to schedule it for a month later. Now I'm going to study the crap out of, out of that. And then... That's what I did. And then once I went to that exam, I already knew I passed it. Like I didn't even have to check my my score or anything. I just knew. And then at, at that moment I realized that this is what I'm gonna do. Like and I cried. And I'm like, wow, like it was kind of like a a, a weird moment too. It was like a happy but like, did I just figure out what I'm going to do with my life right now? Like, is this it? Is this what I'm really going to do? Like, because I literally dedicated my life towards this. Um, and then, yeah, so that's how I got into real estate. And I feel like you, you shouldn't have a plan B at all. Although a lot of people will tell you that. Mm -hmm. And those are the same people that failed at what they actually wanted to do. So I wouldn't get advice from failures. And by failures, he means the people who accepted it. Like he said, failing is like learning. Yeah. Failing when you don't learn, you just accept it. That's failure. Well, I mean, you could fail, right? You can suck at whatever it is that you're doing as long as you know that internally that's still what you want to do. And then let's just assume 10 years after, you're just like, you know what? I'm going to do it again. And then become successful. You still you didn't fail. That was just a learning pro long learning mm -hmm. process, but it was a learning process. So, yeah, I feel like you shouldn't have a plan B. Um, it's plan A or you die. It's just that. So, because you're gonna die anyways, and you got to do something yeah. that makes you money. So it's <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like you choose what you want to do. Uh, figure out a way to monetize whatever you do. Me, I'm very lenient. I don't like to look at money like that or like or see people as like a profit uh, because I feel like it just takes out the humanity out of everything that we do nowadays. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully that answers your question. Now, talking about you know mindsets and how you grew up and everything do you believe that the way you grew up with your your dad kind of pushing you with with education um to create the kind of mentality you have now with consistency with determination you know to be able to do what it is you do on a day-to-day -day basis and when you fall to pick yourself back up and keep going as if you haven't even fallen yeah, I wouldn't give my dad credit um, 
just because the way he was with me growing up, I should honestly, like my statistically, I'm supposed to be in jail uh, <laughs> as a, like probably a car thief or a gangster or something like statistically that. Speaking, statistically speaking. Statistically yeah. speaking. Um, I'm like this because I figure out at a very young age, I can't count on my parents for anything. So everything is on me to survive, even against my parents. So uh, little by little, I just, you know, I, I would ask myself questions. Is this what I want to do? Like I worked at Subway. That was like my very first W-2 job. I've worked as a pool guy. <laughs> Uh, I worked as a pool guy before that, but that was like under the table. So um, I definitely love the the pool thing. I just didn't like the money because it was under the table. He was giving me like like pennies mm. for like my hours of work. So, uh, but he will always dangle the like, oh yeah, once you turn eighteen, like I'm gonna give you the company. I'm like, why was all this grown man giving eighteen year old like? his company like i don't understand that like there's something here so uh what my dad did teach is teach me is not to trust anybody not even him um so i would always look at people like you know like what what's in it for me kind of way eventually i changed that but um but yeah like as far as you know discipline and all that it's just really um be, being a business owner slash entrepreneur is one thing that you guys need to realize that uh, is a huge self-improvement process. Uh, you can't stay like who I am now is not who I was six years ago at all. Like now I actually love reading books. Um, I like spending time doing different things now, like stuff that I didn't enjoy back in the days. Like now, like I push myself to get out of my comfort zone like this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, it's a, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give my dad credit for nothing, <laughs> honestly. Um, the only credit I could give him was that he, I guess he taught me how to hate school, which he would always push school. Like, oh, you gotta go mm, to college. Okay. You gotta go to UCLA. You have to be a doctor. Mm. And he disowned me because I didn't become none of that. So even though, like, again, in your guys' perspective, I could be a successful uh, real estate agent uh, or broker or whatever. Uh, but to him, like, since I didn't become a doctor, like, I'm nothing. So Success is subjective to, is. to the eye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one question, it's not really on topic, but it kind of is, just because... I feel like a common thing that I genuinely believe in is like what makes or what I believe is such a powerful tool that men have is like passion. And I think when you use passion for the right things, as in like a purpose, a pathway, a project, you could build great things and hopefully get back to society. But in all honesty, as a young man myself, I see a lot of people around me, most men use their passion towards chasing women. Was that ever something that was you? And what was the mind switch for you? Um, no. Uh, as far as passion, man, that's a that's a good thought provoking question. So I feel like society nowadays, uh, everything's very easy. Like you don't have to work hard for much of anything. I mean, if you want to meet a girl right now, just go on Tinder, right? And swipe right, <laughs> like swipe right enough times you can like someone's gonna say, "All right, let's talk real quick." Like that's so easy, right? Like you can't. There's no more like you know the cold approach. Um, you know, even walking to the store, like since I have a car, I'm like, I'd rather get the car and drive to to the store real quick. Right. So as far as passion goes, like it's not that people are using their passion to chase girls, especially guys. Um, mm -hmm. I just feel like they're just um, they're not guided correctly. 
And especially if they're too involved in how this current system of things is doing, like if you're well aware of what's happening in the world and you're just not, if you're like an idiot just on Instagram all day, every day, then you're, the system's using you, not the other way around. So you have no passion other than just look, because Instagram really is, is very female oriented um, hierarchy, right? Uh, and if you look at how the world is right now, it's very female oriented dominance, right? They want to make the male uh, bow down, bow down to this yeah. female hierarchy. It's like, no, dude, like, I'm very like, not spiritual, but um, I read the Bible, I know what the Bible mm -hmm. says this is God, Jesus, man, woman it, it like nowhere near does it say the other way around like <laughs> so um but in in this day and age and i know what's happening it's on the it, the bible says it too like what's happening now and like the end of days like this is supposed to be happening so i get it um but yeah we do live in a female oriented hierarchy and now it, it says we do note that and then these guys are just you know, doing that. So they're obviously being used. Their passion is on, their, their passion is dead. Like they have no okay. passion. They work a nine to five. They can't wait to get some beers later and go on Instagram, look at some girls, maybe shoot their shot through their DMs and see if they can get it. If not, they'll probably call her a B and then and, hit up the next girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then go to sleep drunk and then wake up the next day and do it all over again and on a daily basis and i know that because i was around that and i got out of that because i'm like dude this ain't living like what are we doing um i had a few friends that all we did was just hang out at his house drink some beer smoke some weed and go on instagram put some music on try to match the girl with the music and then like the mood like it was yeah <laughs> I heard of that we, were, we were we were very scientific with with everything. <laughs> oh, no, her arm looks like this. It's this song for sure. Yeah, it's it's weird. We got weird, bro. <laughs> but it was funny too. Um, we had some good moments too. Like I, I can't lie. Like we'll we'll put some like random playlist on. We'll put a random movie on, and for some strange reason, the drop of the song. And like the the change transition of a movie that has we have no idea what's going on just flow together and like some it was <laughs> it's like winning a a championship that's how that's how good it was I can't explain it it's all in here I wish I could just transfer that <laughs> let me know if this is a correct way to compare it was like starting New Year's the moment Thanos snapped. Or the moment Iron Man snaps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. You got it. You got it. It was exactly like that. And we were just like, holy crap. Like, it just blew our minds. But it wasn't just one time, bro. It was a bunch of times. So, we're like, all right. We're on to something. So, I came up with it. Obviously, I was high. So, I came up <laughs> with, with like a theory of like, dude, I think everything in life just flows together like every and then i don't know why but i'm over here talking about frequencies and like <laughs> i'm like dude this movie's frequency is good with this song's frequency like watch let's match it together like yeah it was it was insane but anyways back to passion <laughs> um yeah i feel like today nowadays uh society is killing men's passion and just kind of masking it with, uh, you know, with give in to your desire to chase this woman so she can have, she can feel this, like, you know. Yeah, and then, because you know, they do, they do, talk to a beautiful woman, they'll tell you, yeah, every time I shoot a guy down, it's like a sense of confidence for them. So, um, and they want to feel that. So, me, I don't give them that. I don't even like approach them. I they approach me. So, and that's another thing. Like, don't chase. Like, just keep doing you. <laughs> uh, be on your purpose. And and I've I've told you this yeah, plenty yeah. of times. Like, dude, the girl will come. They come to you. 
I don't know why it happens. They just do. Uh, I stopped chasing women after 22. Like at that point, I was like, you know what? Like they're just, I'm not. I'm just gonna focus on me. And then for some reason, I got a girlfriend. I'm like, dude, where the hell did this girl come from? I'm like, how are we together now? It's like, why are you still in my room? <laughs> but um, but yeah, they they definitely they they come they come to you. And we, we actually had, the reason why we laughed was because we have uh, a very interesting story all the time where girls would always approach him. And nine out of ten times, I'll be like, dude, are you for real? Because like, he'll say something, but it's in the sense of now I've gotten a better understanding of how he explains it. If she doesn't fit my picture. Mm. And it's one of those things, too, where I feel like nine out of ten times... It's kind of like uh, a guy will take whatever's thrown at him mm-hmm. versus the other way around. Women wouldn't accept that. Yeah. So we, we live in a in a world where settling is such a it, – it's so normal. It's normalized, mm-hmm. right? So I know my parents settled. I know that for sure. Um, and I look at their relationship and I'm like, I don't want that. Like I, I want a woman that complements my life. I don't want her to be the source of it. I just want her to compliment my life. I want to be able to like walk, you know, to a family gathering and, you know, they say, damn, like, I can't believe they found each other, like type of sense. Like, not like, damn, like, how does Sam score that one? You know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't want that because eventually it's that, that little sentence is going to go around and catch up to her. And it's going to make her feel like, like, damn, am I the one settling? Like, I could probably get better. And trust me when I tell you this, women's nature is hypergamous. And it's always like, can I do better? Can I do better? So for a woman to be a compliment in your life, in her head, she has to desire you 100%. She can't at nowhere near think like oh man like maybe i can do better no like if she wants you you'll know like you'll know for a fact like at, at this point in my life i look back and i'm like damn i know of a few that i already know like they wanted me and then some i'm like damn i really did chase for that one so yes i don't know if that answers whatever question i was trying <laughs> to answer <laughs> just, I just want to ask something real quick and this is something I told him I was like man the right woman she does one thing that no other woman will give you clarity that that clarity part is just the missing thing that, that guys how do you say neglect and then they're like damn how do I find the right one clarity why are you going to ask why are you going to be confused well you don't well that's you see you're already starting wrong you don't find the right one. Oh, like, that she finds you not, I don't okay, know uh, about that either I'm not sure uh-huh. I'm not in a relationship I just feel like it, it will happen. I don't know if, again, I don't know if it's going to be like, you know, because I feel like finding someone is like, okay, I'm going to go on Tinder today or I'm going to go oh, on like okay, something okay. today yeah. and see what I find, right? Like that for me, mm-hmm. that's finding. For me, that's you throwing something out on the universe and saying like, hey, you know, I want this type of girl. For me, like, dude, honestly, I would love me a Scarlett Johansson. Like, <laughs> I promise you, man. Like that's my type of woman. But if you're out there, like, <laughs> uh, don't come find me. Let's just attract each other. <laughs> but you'll that's you'll a hear word. that. My bad. That's a better word. Attract each attract, other. Attract. Yeah. yeah. And that's another one. Yeah. So you want to attract the right person into your life, and the right person, you'll. They say you'll know, right? Like you'll know when it's the right person. You don't have to second guess anything. Um, damn, do you hear that? Like, dude, these microphones are insanely oh my strong. God. Like, I don't even want to fart, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear it. Like. <laughs> All right, that was it. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, you, you, you kind of. <laughs> It's it's hot in here. Is that light? Okay. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Anyways, where was I? <laughs> I think he was actually gonna ask you a follow up question. 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't really a question. It was more of just like a a follow up response to what I was saying or to what you were saying of how I because you know to to me like to Charles, he's like the person I know I can come to. I can talk to about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, you know we're just talking about what you know how our days have gone. Okay, you know we'll see each other once a week. You know once or twice a week, depending on how like focused we are with the podcast. But um. I would just tell him like like my interactions, and he was always like, "Dude, like you always have girls approaching." So as I was saying, I you know I I get these cold approaches, and I explain to him how the approach you know how the approach happens, what they say, how they how they uh, interact with me, and there's times where I'm like, you know what, like I'm cool. I just came to do this and this for today at this place. I kind of just want to you know. Okay, going obviously not you know giving him the cold shoulder, but at the same time just saying you know I'm here to do this business, and then I got other things I got to get doing for the rest of the day, so I gotta you know keep myself moving, keep myself going. And each time he's like, he's like, Dario, I swear if like if this story doesn't end where I, where I want it to end, I'm gonna be mad at you. I'm gonna punch you. I'm gonna hit you. And it's like I'm not abusive. I don't actually literally, do it. Okay, but, but like, <laughs> he he always says it because like he he does he just wants to make sure that. I don't end up saying like I didn't like, you know, try giving them like an I guess like a an opportunity, mm-hmm. and it's not until I explain everything to him where he's like, okay, I you know I understand the reason why you said no or the reason why you did what you did whatever, but um, that's why I feel like uh, the story you just threw in kind of fits in where, for me like I don't I don't I don't want to say I don't settle, but at the same time like I have people approach me, and I do try to you know. Try to get to know them, see see what they're about, see what what um, they're trying to do. Just because I feel like, uh, for my age, I have a very mature mindset, mm-hmm. and I am I am at a point where I would rather have something long term with the potential, like you know, wife, family kind of thing, than to just find someone and hook up or one night stand, like that kind of stuff. So for me, like when I have these interactions with the people, I'm like, okay, you know, how what kind of questions can I ask? To see your like how your interactions will be, your responses will be, and you know what is it you're looking for in comparison to what I'm looking for. So, to me, I just want to throw that statement in there instead of. Not- yeah, well, I feel like you can touch on so many things there, though. Like, on I the feel end. like I feel like for you, um, the whole what do you call it? Do you even know what, obviously, you don't want to settle. You know what you want. Do you know what questions to ask these women? I'm not going to lie. Most times I don't even give like questions questions because they do it themselves. They speak on themselves or they like tell me statements and say stuff for me to, you know, understand, piece it together because I'm... I'm kind of like the, how you were raised. I was I I was raised very educationally. I was forced to read books. I was forced to do my homework and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. That similar to, to to you, when I was already in, you know, middle school and then high school, I felt like I was already being retaught these things. So for me, like I can very easily pick on certain words and things that you say, and your body, your body movements, how you say and everything. For me to you know, okay, this is out of the ass, or this is you know something genuine something they've thought about this like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so sometimes it's not necessary that i need to ask a specific question it's more of just casual conversation or things that they bring up themselves mm. okay it's funny because i know i'm being the one interviewed here but yeah, like i'm no, very no, no. curious <laughs> right now like but hold on like, i want to ask you real quick what's up how often do you get cold approaches oh man you know what i'm i'm an introvert um, my personality on the 16 personalities, Myers-Briggs is an INFP. Um, I hate the, the character that they have because it's a, it's like a fairy tale. <laughs> it's like a little fairy. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm a freaking fairy for a personality. <laughs> that son of a... Um, In the world where you can have your own little... <laughs> So that pissed me off because I'm like, I'm nowhere near that. But um, so 
as my personality is, I like being alone, but I like spending time with people. Um, my energy gets very depleted when I'm out all the time. But if, like, say, if we were to go out today, I'm good because I've been alone for a very long time, like oh, le- okay. yesterday, you know. Uh, and so my battery's recharged. Now I can, like, give energy out. Um, so for me to get cold approach, um, it's not often. It's only when I'm out. Um, and I mainly visit almost the same places. I stay consistent. They're just because, uh, and this is like a psychological thing, but if you visit the same place over and over and over again, like let's say you like the same subway or something, uh, they honestly- You're like on a roll with subway. (laughs) Sponsored by subway. (laughs) Um, Yeah, anyways, uh, they treat you differently. And then people around Mm, you notice that. So, like, I will, like, my, one of my favorite places to eat is uh, Cafe Rio. I love their salads. Um, and they treat me, like, so good there. They're always like, hey, like, they already have, like, say, if I'm waiting in line, they're already making my food. Oh. Like, that's how, like, cool I am with them. Um, and this one particular day, like, I'm always wearing my suits. Dude, I got hit on by everyone's wives, moms, daughters. Like, even the babies couldn't stop staring at me. I'm like, dude, what is going on? I'm having a good day today. Like, what? So, I thought you were a politician. The baby's waiting for you to kiss their forehead. Right? <laughs> um, I remember this one baby was crying. And as soon as I walked in, stopped completely. And the mom was like, Oh my God, you have so, you're good with kids, aren't you? I'm like, uh, like, are you hitting on me right now? Like, what's going on? And that's another thing about me. Like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not a social idiot, but I can be as sometimes like, I can't, I could read a person, but there's times where I, my, my way of reading a room is way off. Like, oh, I'm like, okay. Ooh, I did not see that coming. But normally I'm, I'm, on the money like I can see something coming like I'm very hyper vigilant of where I'm at Um, but yeah as far as being cold approached by women the gym um, when I was a new guy at the gym like I I will literally go to my little corner where no one goes and I I promise you I would like I wish I can just just somehow pull up a screen yeah like <laughs> look at this like do there's like 10 women around me all of them fine like just fine and i'm like holy and i'm just like doing my sit up something like, dude what is going on right now i'm like i just i just put my hoodie down i'm like right, i'm getting nervous now like this is way too much women so but yeah as far as cold approaches every once in a while uh it's not frequently uh every once in a while i get a question like uh, a girl bump into me uh accidentally <laughs> uh multiple times uh, if i go to the bar not like a dive bar watching a band play all the time i always get asked you know the same questions where are you coming from all this stuff i'm like dude, i'm just trying to listen to music like <laughs> like come on <laughs> this, is, this ain't 21 questions right now like you can talk to me after the songs not while the band is playing like come on um i, I don't feel like some girls think sometimes <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah it's it's not i can't say like dude i i, I get them like all the time i'm not that guy like, mm-hmm. but i do sense when when an action is taking place from a woman that wants to to get my attention. And that's another thing. I feel like um, guys nowadays are giving your attention for free because of Instagram and stuff. And I feel like our attention has so much value that you're we don't really realize it because women are taking the money part and not the guys, right? So mm-hmm. for girls- OnlyFans, sorry. 
yeah i heard of that when i was like what the hell was oh that? really yeah. i'm like what is that and then i googled <laughs> only fans and then i got an explanation on it uh are we good on time yeah, yeah. okay um yeah and i saw what it was and what they do and i'm like dude what the hell like um but yeah my i feel like my attention you have to earn it uh, i'm not just gonna give it to you like you have to earn my attention i don't care how beautiful you are i've i've been with beautiful women and one thing i've learned at my age is that beauty if it doesn't come back with you know a lot of other things like if yeah, it's just yeah. that if it's just a shell dude like you don't want those problems man it's like 80 percent of the guys out there dude <laughs> yeah if we're, if we're speaking statistically mm-hmm. no you're right you're right i mean only um you want to as a man you want to aspire to be part of the 20 percent Mm. that gets out of that rat race and figures stuff out like that uh, right like you want to know that your my attention as a man is valuable like if i'm paying attention to you like let's say you're a woman then you know i want you to know that you're the only mm. woman that i'm paying attention to that's how i know for a fact that that to know who will but you're gonna desire <laughs> me like, you know what i'm saying like you know i just want to ask this question just because we're still on that area and I'm, I'm just genuinely curious myself go for it so do you have like a if you could describe an idealistic woman to me for you that if you guys met each other naturally it just happened at the right time right moment what would she look like for if you were to describe her to me and i'm blind look like and then i don't know talk like all that kind of stuff Ooh, I'm telling you, bro. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> she just does it for me, bro. Like, if she were younger, if she were like, How if me she? and her were the same age, and and like she was starting her acting career, and I was like, you know, we were starting both of our careers, and we just met, bro. Like Scarlett Johansson will be definitely the woman, but I don't know her. I don't like I I know her as an actor. I don't know her as a person, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. But as far as like what I like in a woman, like Scarlett Johansson would be my type of woman for sure. And then just to close off with the last question, what are three tips or advice you would give to anyone out there who and wants to take the same steps you took and just trust what they believed was them and go against what everyone else is telling them they need to be? I feel like we talked a lot about relationships in this interview <laughs> rather than like, all right, business, like, this is what you got to do. One, two, and three, bam. You know, what's interesting and funny though, is I guarantee you people are going to like mostly go back 10 seconds just to hear certain parts of where I'm talking about the guys mm. to guarantee just like, Oh wait, what do you say about this girl? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So can you repeat the question again? So there's someone out there who wants to take the same steps you took. Maybe because they saw something in this interview and they were like, wow, like he has a really, a really great, I want to say. I want to be like him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just something like that, you know, but they probably have maybe a similar background, maybe a background that's completely different. Mm -hmm. What are three tips slash advice you would give them to step away from the judgment or the fear of judgment from his parents or her parents and the people around him? To pursue what they want to pursue. Okay, I'll give you five. Oh, even better. All right. So, one, know yourself. Like, absolutely know yourself. I feel like a lot of people, like, think they know themselves, but they don't actually know themselves. I can tell you this. At 20, you still don't know yourself at all. Like, unless you tried a bunch of things at your 20s, then maybe. But... One, know yourself, knows, know what ticks you off, know what makes you happy. Just really know yourself first. Um, two, Ooh. let's see. Hey, you bumped it up to five, not me. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's, a, it's called over, over, uh, Overconfidence or <laughs> overpromise, uh, but I'm gonna over deliver right now. 
because I'm gonna give you seven. I'm just like, <laughs> um, man. All right, so definitely discipline will be the second one. Uh, you need discipline in anything you do, whatever it is that you're passionate about. Be disciplined. Uh, be patient. Um, keep the reward in your head, but. Uh, stay consistent, disciplined, patient, that the reward that you want out of whatever it is that you're doing, it will happen. Um, you just, and maybe not to the full extent of what you, uh, you're thinking, but, you know, parts and pieces will happen, right? Maybe you want a mansion in like Denver, but you get a mansion in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you get a mansion in new york right like you know a different state but you still get a mansion or something right so um because stuff changes along the way you have to pivot um there's things that are going to change your your mom dies and you know we don't know life happens but as long as you stay disciplined, you know, you can reach that acquired goal. Uh, at least that's what I read. <laughs> and it ha like my, my goals change too. like, um, you know, I think my first three years, I covered every single goal I wanted to do in real estate. So and they change um, my mindset changes. It's another one. Uh, you know, you want to keep a. Uh, it's hard to keep a positive mindset all the time uh, because we think, I think it was like 22,000 thoughts an hour or something like that, that we, that we think about. Um, and 80% of that, you know, could either be negative or positive. So, um, so it's hard to gauge that, but uh, know yourself, discipline, um, uh, I would say having the right team around you. Um, that could be your support system. That could be, uh, well, support system, really. Um, but yeah, the team around you uh, is the iron sharpens iron, right? You don't mm -hmm. want to be next to studs when you're in iron because that will dole you up. Um, so... Yeah, you want to be, if you want to be something, then go after that person. Like, um, that's what I didn't do. Uh, my cousin did do that. Uh, he, uh, he joined the number one real estate team in Keller Williams, uh, and he learned a lot from him. Me, I, I like, I did it the old school way, the, the, I'll figure it out or yeah, the, oh. I'm going to figure this out because I'm smart enough to do this, like, <laughs> it, which comes with a lot more like, uh, blood, sweat and tears than, you know, but if I, if I would say it, that's like a shortcut in life is just learning from someone that already did it. And if they have the time to show you great, most of them don't. So you have to come in with value. Uh, what they will want and require from you is like your time for free and they'll give you everything you want as long as you give them your time you're pretty much slaving for them at that point but as long as you have that uh that that um that reward that you want out of your life in mind then you won't see it that way so uh that comes with perspective too so um four man um i like that you've been like how you say you give one but you give a lot to that one so I, i'm gonna say i appreciate that because you know you got it. um you want to think five moves ahead hmm. so i feel like a lot of us um you know damn, dude, these, these are good <laughs> man like <laughs> um you want to think five moves ahead if you want to run a business you have to think five moves ahead you have to think all not just on the positives, but also like what can happen, um, and then be prepared to answer those questions. 
um, whatever they are. But think five moves ahead. Like be like a chess player. You got to see it that way. You can't be like like today, like, oh, I'm going to wake up. We're going to do this podcast and then I'm going to go back to sleep. Like that's that's one move, right? Mm-hmm. Like what are like the five moves here? Like, okay, we're going to set up. We're going to, you know, make this content. We're going to push it out. We're going to edit it. And then we're going to figure out how to make it better next time. Like that's thinking five moves ahead. So that's number four. And number five, I just had it before I went on that little... Uh, let's see. Mm. Damn, I just had it too. Like, if you want, like, I think I could throw in a quick thing. Go for it. Uh, he made a good point on you always want to be five moves ahead because I remember reading somewhere, uh, and I guess it was one of the biggest things they. It's like a art of war, um, and one of the biggest things they used to tell soldiers back then was your initial reaction is never the best reaction. It's something they even tell soldiers today. It's one of those like. Whatever that first reaction you have, disregard it. Like it's it's like contradicting because people always say go with the gut instinct. But when I read that, I was just like, so is it not your gut instinct? But I think it's just the emotional reaction, and that ties. No, go for it. Oh, I was, I was, I was gonna say that ties in with kind of like think five moves ahead, and um, well, it actually ties in with knowing yourself. Oh yeah. So that's well, yeah. that aspect of what you read is about knowing yourself, because if you. If you don't know that you'll react to that, then you just failed yourself at that moment. So that's why number one thing is knowing who you are and knowing what makes you tick, what pisses you off and all that stuff. Because when it comes to five moves ahead, now you can gauge, okay, you know, I'm going to do this. If this happens, I'm not going to react. I'm just going to let it slide. Because I know after that move, if I let it slide, this is the that result. So, how are we doing? <laughs> and you can, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're reaching, but yeah. All right. Um, number five. Damn it! Like I just. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, you know what? I think I'll save number five. <laughs> I'll keep number five in my pocket right now. Oh, uh, no. Uh, let's see. Five moves ahead. And as far as business goes, you, you're you never going to know it all. Every day you're going to learn something new. Um, unless it's like a business that that's only like three things that you got to do. Like, a you know, running a, a restaurant or something, right? Like. Is not that well. I'm pretty sure it's difficult, but in like the in the process, right? Like you wake up, you prep, you you make the food, and then you you know you sell it, right? So it's not that difficult that process. But let's say the market changes and there's no more chicken to sell. Now what, right? So now you got to figure it out. So uh, that's one thing in business that you have to always. Uh, Always stay learning, always learn new techniques, learn new little things uh, and stay, stay with that progress within yourself. Um, and if that doesn't, um, even if it doesn't like give you anything in return, at, at least you, you have that knowledge at the end of the day. So it's never wasted because eventually it will it will like turn around and come back to you. Like I and I'll tell you this in, in I, I just remember what was number five. <laughs> um, number five and, and a half. <laughs> number five and a half. No, actually, this should be like number two. But like, well, put in number five. Like, uh, is 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 in, in sales. Uh, everything you do in your life, you can sell that when you're relating to people, um, because that's one thing in sales that you have to do is uh, be personable. Like. You have like I can't sell you on an iPhone if you don't like me. Like my job is to like see how we can be friends and uh, how we can build a relationship. So then like I can you know when you tell me yeah man like I hate this phone like dude I got the perfect phone for you like here you go you know then I just sold you on that phone like and we both win because I just solved the problem and I get money out of it. So uh, that will be number number five like just sell skills and and you know, always progress on, on everything so 
Yeah, I think we got some good stuff for today for at least people out there who really do want to pursue at least a pathway similar similar to yours, business, real estate, whatever it is. Other than that, do you at least have anything else you want to close off with? Man, you know, I don't. This is I know this is where like you plug in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't like that, man. I'm okay. just. Uh, I hope uh, this helps you know the viewers and the listeners in, in any way and. Uh, I actually like this. This is out of my comfort zone again, but um, uh, this is actually pretty fun. I don't mind doing this again later on in the future. So, Well, thank you for your time and thank you for giving a lot of insight to the audience. You got it. Other than that, this is New Age Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed. Peace.